Hey, this is Scott, co-founder of Archosaur Tabletop and DM of the Archosaur D&D podcast. I'm just wanting to take a minute to let you know that our website, ArchosaurTT.com, is up and running, and we also opened up a merch store that can be accessed through our website. We have lots of fun stuff, hoodies, shirts, um, well, let's see, an adventures pack, uh, 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 what else, what else, what else, uh, uh, tumblers, uh, a cup, we have a cup, it's a really nice cup, you need to buy the cup. So, um, yeah, drop by and check it out for yourself. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This podcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Arkansas D&D Campaign 2, The Seas of Elara. Hello and welcome to Arkansas D&D. I am your host and dungeon master for the night, Scott Harris. And tonight we have playing with us... Uh, Deanna, playing a new character, Solaire. Not sure what her last name is yet, though. And T.S. playing as... Uh, also a new character, Zillathaw. Yes. And we are starting a new campaign, Campaign 2. Um, if it's obvious by the way that my voice sounds and how much better it sounds. Um, with the contributions that we've, that we've received, you know, mainly through my work. The, like my 9 to 5. We all now have uh, better microphones. So you'll be hearing a marked improvement of our vocalizations, and I'm, I'm rather happy about that. I'm, I'm pleased. So, uh, starting campaign two. The world of Ilara is mainly covered in ocean. Several thousand years ago, there was a catastrophe that was able to be put at bay, but not without flooding the world. The only thing that remains at the top of these, no, the only thing that remains above water are small islands and continents that used to once be the tops of mountains. Main travel is by boat, and after the, ma not, after the major flood, and even during, the elves started disappearing until there was pretty much none left. You might find a few older, more ancient elves living among men, but they're only there as historians. The vast majority of the elvish population is predominantly made up of half-elves. People get by, and it can be kind of rough living on a small island. But life goes on. People change. And sometimes the names of things are forgotten. Sometimes new, new names are created to cover the old. Currently, we are... Or currently, we are following the journey of a ship called the Dawnbreaker. And it's a seven-day sail between two islands. Let me go on ahead and I'll have to look at the 
world map real quick. Uh, between the peerless, yeah, the peerless city of Mundo, and on its way to Antwin with just generalized goods, and one special piece of cargo listed as livestock, but not much is known about what is on that ship. You know, as far as livestock is concerned. Solaire, you currently are are midships after day three or on day three of this seven day voyage. Um, you just got done playing playing a set since you are a, a bard. You just got done playing a set during the midday meal. Um, the people around you were, you know, enjoying the music or going or the the crew around you are enjoying the, the music and the having light conversation while they eat. And you set down your loot and reach over to a stool that's been provided for you for just setting items on top of, um, which the cook of the ship has set down essentially a sandwich for you, or more or less a wrap for you to eat. Okie dokie. I'll consume it then. Okay. Um, it is delicious. It is made out of um, not the finest quality of like meats and vegetables, but it is filling. <sighs> Sorry about that, everybody. There's a passing car. It was waiting way too loud. But yeah, you, you you eat your meal. Uh is there anything else you would like to do? Um, you know, walk around, talk with the crew. Uh, and by, by the by, um you have you know, during this seven day journey, you have been down in the cargo hold to see if you can see the livestock and they won't let you near it, other than one time when they had you come down there and play music to calm the beast. And you didn't know what they were saying, but you went on ahead and went down there and did what they said anyway. And they told you that that would be good, and then sent you back, back up to, you know, the rest of the ship to go about your business. I'm just going to keep just sort of playing softly to myself. Since the wrap is no longer on the stool, I'm just going to sit on that if it's clear. Oh yeah, it's it's clear. Um so you continue playing. Can you give me a performance check? Um, can I actually do the check with my loot? Um, if it can be done with your performance check, yes. 
Uh, ooh, that's good. Uh, 23. Nice. Uh, 19 plus 4. Um, the people at the tables that, that were eating or, you know, doing other various stuff kind of take a moment to stop as you sing a very, like, mostly you've been playing a lot of, you know, you know, sea shanties. They've been singing along. But you went into a more somber mood and you started playing The Lily's Lament, which is a song about a a maiden that is still waiting her long-lost love who had drowned at sea. And it's a tearjerker. And you've got everybody amidships attention. There are even people downstairs that you hear, you know, that you that you were hearing, you know, cargo being moved around and, you know, the sounds of things being worked on down in the, in the hold. And they basically have stopped to listen to your song. Okie dokie. So, so anything else you would like to do? I think it, it, as soon as the final notes trail off, I'm just going to stand, bow, and head up to the upper deck, or top deck, just to see if there's anything more interesting you know, than go up to get some air. the ocean way. Okay, you should be able to move your character. about seeing dolphins every so often. Yeah, you should be able to move your character in, in shard. Alrighty. Move up to here. Okay. As you come out of the lower decks, the ocean spray um, meets, meets your face, and it's invigorating. You feel pretty much at home here on the ocean. Even though you were raised on a farm by an old, no, by, you know, what seems to be an old farmer and his wife, who is, who had taught you the ways of being a bard, uh, formerly a woman that had traveled the world with a, with her family playing music and after settling down and having you taught you her ways, gave you your adventurous spirit. But you've always, for some reason, longed for the ocean. And being on it for the for the past four years has been just joyous to you. You love it out here on the waves. Do, do I see any uh, dolphins or anything? Give me a perception check. Alrighty. Probably not. Uh, seven plus four is eleven. Um, you do see um, some seagull. Higher, so it's a fourteen. Um, pardon? When, when the active perception rolled is less than your passive, you take the passive. Okay, well, still fourteen. Um, yeah. You look around you and you see some gulls, you know, flying overhead. 
doing really much of nothing other than trailing because they smell food. The um, some of them have you know landed in the rigging. One of them is kind of harassing the guy in the crow's nest, but he just he waves his hand and it flies away. It flies back. He waves his hand and it flies away. Kind of comical. You look up at that and kind of giggle to yourself because it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, other than that, looking looking into the looking you know over the railing and into the ocean, you don't really see much um, sea life. And you've been following the coast. No, you've been heading towards the coast. Um, real quick, a little bit of description. This this trip is going from one island to another, but it ha- you have to go around the island to the opposite side for the port. So you've been essentially following the the edge of the island. So you can still see land. Um, it's a little bit distant, but you can still see it. And you don't see much ocean life currently just in the vicinity of the ship. I guess we never went far enough out to sea for to see the dolphins or whatever it was that that one sailor talked about. Um, as you, as you, you know, kind of say that to yourself, no dolphins today. The, uh, sailor that's at the prow says, I haven't seen a dolphin in the past three days, you know, since leaving port. So, is there anything else you would like to do? Oh, that was pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I'm just sort of leaning on the railing. Alright. <sighs> um, now, just real quick, I know that one of us is having technical difficulties. T.S.? I'm still here. Alright. Um, and uh, I my shard is up and working for me on this laptop. Okay. Um... Currently, you're okay. As for you to know where your token is, you are at the very bottom of the ship. You you should yeah, see I yourself. Found, I found it. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah I see him. I, I found it. Um, you awaken from the rest that you've had. It's been rough. Um, usually you're used to sleeping in a pile of hay um, in a cell and you are also used to being unleashed from that cell to fight in different, you know, pit fight type arenas. And even before that, I was used to sleeping on warm sand with waves crashing over my back. Yep. And right now the (laughs) waves are beneath you and that kind of makes you a little bit miffed. And this wooden floor does not, support your form in the way that you would enjoy you you're kind of sore and stiff um the room is not lit it is actually you know due due to you having 
the ability to see in low light, I'm pretty sure that... Yes, I do. Your kind has dark vision. Um, you... They're, they're, they're treating you like an animal, and it's not the best experience. Um, you do know that there are two guards outside, because every now and then you see their feet pe- uh, pace back and forth underneath the door. Every now and then the two of them come together and speak, but in hushed tones, so you're not able to catch most of what they were saying. And... All, all you know, the only thing that has brought you any source of semi-joy in this entire ride was at one point you started raging a little bit. Um, not barbarian-like, but like um, trying to escape, you know, beating on the door. Yeah, my my character's version of rage. Yeah, beating on the door, uh, slamming your fists into the walls. Um, trying to beat your way out of this this prison that they've put you in. And you heard the most... Before going to sleep, you heard the most beautiful voice singing a very... No, singing a very pretty song. You couldn't really quite tell where it came from or what kind of song it was, but somehow mixed into it, just it felt good to listen to. And it calmed you down, and you went to sleep shortly thereafter. Mm, song of rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you wake up, and you feel stiff, sore. What do you do? Well, um... I attempt to open my mouth wide enough to uh, spark a bit of light, but then I realize, then I remember, oh wait, I have a muzzle on. Yes. Because um... last time I accidentally put a well, I say accidentally, I purposely put a hole in the ship and tried to sink it. Uh, <clears throat> they learned quickly after that to keep me muzzled. Yeah, um, that was that was on the last ship you were on. On, yeah, I think they're still fixing it. On, on this ship, they muzzled you. You managed to get the muzzle off, but when you open your mouth to, you know, spark off one of your one of your attacks, mm-hmm. it it started, and you could feel the energy starting up, and then the entire room flashed with an with a whole bunch of like lit with a whole bunch of lit up blue glyphs. And then it just stopped. And you tried again and it didn't work. And when they went to feed you, you tried to attack one of the guards and they subdued you and put a metal muzzle on on you. Originally you had a leather muzzle, but they made a a makeshift muzzle out of out of a bucket and some leather strapping that they had in the in the room. Yeah, I kinda chewed through the leather one. Um, yes. Am I like chained to the floor at all, or am I just in here? Um. After your after that that escape attempt, you are shackled by foot to the center of the room. <clears throat> okay. Um. Uh. 
I'm just going to start just rocking the ship. Like, I'm just throwing my weight around, just slamming shoulder into the wall back and forth. Okay. Um, uh, as you're slamming... see if any walls creak at all. Yeah, as, as you're slamming your shoulder into the wall, the ship does move a little bit. Um, gotta remember your... What if I make an athletics check to put more force behind it? Sure. Alright. I'm gonna use the bright blue with gold d20. Okay. Uh, so, just pure athletics, correct? Yes. That would be 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Okay, 21. Um, yeah, the... 14 plus 7. For you, you hear the... You don't hear, like, splintering, but you do hear creaking from whatever you're slamming your weight into. Um, Solaire, can I get a, um, actually, no, no, it would be your passive perception because you're not looking for it. Um, yeah, I'd say it's high enough. Uh, Solaire, in your passive perception, you hear, or you feel through the ship, um, this kind of boom, 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 and it's just this hard thud, and the ship is kind of not lurching, but moving ever so slightly. Like, it's rocking side to side ever so slightly um, against what the wave pattern is. Okay. Um, at this um, at, at this time, you have a... a I'm not going to move the characters around, but or move the sailors around, but one sailor approaches you and says, um, Madam, we... If if you wouldn't mind, uh, we need you to help calm the live, livestock again. Um, we don't know why it's doing what it's doing. Um, I, we think it's trying to escape. But um, if if you could just you know, come below decks and uh, try to calm it down. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Okay. So head. All the way down. Yes. So you, 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 as you make your way down, the sound is getting louder, and it sounds like some sort of like large wild animal. Which you saw the 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 crate that it came in. Uh-huh. You saw the crate that it came in to. Uh, you know, get loaded into the ship. Um, as you get down to the to the bottom, now that there's a little bit more light because it was last night when you when you calmed this beast. Um, you see that the you actually get to see now that the crate is open, and there are what look like claw marks that have been drug over into that one room at at the back of the ship. And the two guards are standing there. You know just about ready to open the door and start beating the crap out of whatever's in there. I will head over to them and say, uh, I, I was told to come and play some soothing tunes. Yes, please. Um, we, we can't get it to stop. Uh, but if if you could, it, it, it would be nice to, 
to you know number one listen to your second game because that was beautiful up there but um it, it's it's kind of hard to concentrate when when this thing is trying to break out of the of the ship can my character sneak right up to the bars right behind these guys as they're turned to face her and just let out the most ungodly loud roar okay um just letting you know it's a solid wood uh wood door that's <clears throat> iron bound so you, you, it's not really bars but there is there like a little um oh there's a gap at the bottom and the top of the door yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I just want to get up right next to those and just unlock this ungodly roar to try and scare the shit out of them. Okay. Um, go on ahead and roll an intimidation check. Alright. I rolled a 14 again. It's 5, so 19. 19. Um, the two guards, like, when you do that, you, you know bash on the door and let out this just insane sounding roar, you know, like, like a trapped animal. And the two guards like jump back, um, backs against the opposite, the opposite wall of the hull and point both of their spear or not that would be, yeah, spears point both of their spears at the door is, uh, Lissair, you see, or not Lissair, Solaire. I, I'm I'm so used to having a L name, um, Solaire. You see these claws come underneath the door and like grip it and then rip backwards, and you see these claw marks just rip into the this solid wood door. Hey, I'm just gonna pull out my lute and start playing, but not singing. Okay. Um. You can go on ahead and do a performance check. If you want to, what are your spells so far? Let's see. That was a terrible performance. Oh, no. I guess I was a little scared. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to see if you had, um, if you had, uh, calm emotions, but you no, did not have that, you do not have that set. No, though I do have mending. Yeah. Oh yeah, just uh, touch the door where the claws came out. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. So, um you start you start playing and as you're playing your as you're playing your lute, you hear another boom, you know, against the door and another, you know, screonk roar. Yeah, I just said screonk. Deal with it. Um but yeah, another screech roar. Quite in, not quite in character, but <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, and it causes you to um, mispluck one of your loot strings and snap it. It doesn't hurt you, but... Yeah. No, mispluck the string and smack my hand into the rest of them. Sure. Snapping loot strings would hurt me. True. So let's go with that. Um, and causes you to kind of recoil a little bit in in fear. Okay, let's let's try that again. Let's try just just playing. Focus okay. On just playing. Um, this will be at disadvantage. 
Okay. Because you are shaken. Okay. Oh, um, still better. Thirteen. It's that's that's better than an eight. <laughs> Which was rolling a two for the people who are listening to this. Yeah. So you start playing again, but it's still a little bit not a little bit shaky. Yeah, a little bit shaky. Um the tone and pitch is not off. It's just you can tell that you, you can tell just by the sound that whoever's playing is ter- pretty much We're frightened by nervous. this. Yes. Um Zillathar, on the other hand. Um yes. You inside you're inside of here and you know, just doing your raging, you're you're uh, trapped and want to escape. Music starts playing. You're like, nah, I ain't going to sleep again. You start raging even hard. No, you start raging against the door even harder. I already had my nap today. Yeah, and um, you hear the the music, the loot start to or the loot music start to pick up again. But it's it's not getting through your your clouded vision of you know escape irritation. Yeah. Um. Question. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> the enchanting runes in here, like, how many of my abilities do they negate? All of your magic. Every single one. <laughs> like you, okay, you, so you basically uh, you basically. You you basically did all of your tricks, you know e- everything that you normally could do in your last escape attempt. So they're like, okay, this ain't happening again, and they've just basically like it wasn't just they put in a rune to yeah, stop the, one the thing. Rune is an anti magic ward, pretty much um, anti magic ward and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's okay, it's crazy. It, even to the point of you tried to. Um, rip the bolt out of the floor and for some reason because you've broken chains before you've even ripped bolts out of solid stone that you've been chained to and yet you're not able to in this one um since i know uh i obviously noticed that i managed to leave claw marks in the door uh, I think I'm just gonna, like, since there are claw marks into the door, I assume I can damage the door, so I'm gonna attack the door. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll for the attacking the door. <laughs> How, let's see, door, probably AC 10, I'm just guessing. Yeah, and you don't have any weapons on you. <clears throat> I am the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> so that, uh, my plus hit total is plus seven. That is pretty sure an 18 hits. Oh yeah. Go on ahead and roll damage. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to use the shiny blue D8. Ooh. That's close. Uh, Six plus five. So 11 points of damage. Okay. Um, Solaire and the two guards, you, all three of you, I almost said you both, all three of you hear 
um, the sound of splintering wood on the inside. And for the like first time in like maybe forever, he speaks in draconic. Tough door. I'll just have to punch it harder. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Solaire. Can't speak uh, draconic. <clears throat> I bet druidic. Yeah, she doesn't speak draconic. So, yeah. what what was your statement again? I'm guessing. Uh. Tough door. I'm gonna have to hit it harder. <laughs> um, Solaire, what what you hear is, Grandis, I know Grandis. Hey, that's not creepy at all. Uh, yeah, he's the voice is very low and guttural. Um, and instead of a claw strike, I'm going to. Uh, kind of turn, wind up my tail, and tail slam the door. Okay, go on ahead and roll another attack then. Solera, is there anything you're trying to do in this moment? Uh, let, let, let's <coughs> see if using my loot gives me a, a better check than just doing performance. Yeah. Uh, does, a, does a 17 hit? Oh, I yes, mean a 14 seven. hit. Oh, 14 still hits. Okay. I'm just uh, this time, uh, 12 damage. Or, no, hold on. 7 plus 5 is not 12. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Never it mind. Alright, um, you still hear, like, even more splintering of wood as a, as a loud thump. You know, just a, this, this crack <laughs> of something heavy hitting the door. Nope. Still doesn't. Okay. Rip. <laughs> Rip. Just she, she rolls a nine. Like you, you, you go to strum, and that thump on the door makes you stop. Yeah. All right. And the 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 two guards are like, the, the, we just better hope the door holds. While above, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a full twelve seconds of just silence. Yep. Well. Above decks, you hear, you hear, um, very faintly, ship on the horizon. So faintly, I couldn't understand it. Um, go on ahead and give me... I think they said ship on the horizon? Yes. Sorry if I spoiled it. Oh, no. No, it's fine. Uh, I, I was gonna say, you know, give me a perception check, but, uh... No, you're 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 passive of fourteen. You'd be able to tell. Um, that you hear very faintly the person in the crow's nest yell ship on the horizon. Oh, fun. Um, you all you hear a flurry of activity. You know, people getting ready for another ship to pass. And are you going above decks or are you staying down where you're at? I look at the two guards and go, um, were we expecting any ships along our passage? No, um, other than maybe other trade vessels, uh, nothing really 
I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. Other than any trade vessels, I mean, nothing that I know about. So, the, uh, the guy up in the crow's nest, would he care about trade vessels? Um, just let us know that a ship is on its way. I mean, it depends on what colors it's flying. You know, could be anything. Could be a merchant. Could be a lordling ship. Uh, could be pirates. You don't know. Brilliant. Uh, as soon as I hear them stop talking, I immediately strike the door again. This time with my head. Just like, <laughs> kind of, just bestial. Just ram the door. <laughs> like, they could probably hear the like, it's like, kunk, 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 of running on all fours. Yes. Um, natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, double blues. <clears throat> uh, so eight, four, five, so seventeen. All right. <laughs> um, the door. Dragon head. <laughs> the door buckles, but it does not break. Um, again, it's, it's iron bound, so, you know, a lot, lot of health. Yeah. Um, but it does start buckling out. As I reel from the massive headbutt, uh, I just kind of take another quick check on the room. <clears throat> I've attempted escaping, you know, by clawing through the floor, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't really help, or that didn't really work out too well. Um, it seems um, it seems that since your last attempt, um, uh, or since your last attempt, the last time you were transported, that uh, the walls were covered in runes, and even the floor has these faint runes on them. And when you, last time you try to dig through the floor, it hurt. Gotcha. Um, but it seems that the door is the only thing that's not really warded. Um, just a quick thing. This room is relatively small in order to prevent me from using my full power, correct? Yes. So I assume, like, I kind of, like, like, if I just put my hands up, I could probably just put them fully on the ceiling, correct? Yep. I'm going to start clawing my way up instead of down. All right, go on ahead and uh, give me an attack roll on the ceiling. I'm pretty sure a 15 hits. Yep, 15 hits. Go on ahead and roll damage. Uh, 13. 13. Maxed out. Um, You... You look up, you swing uh, a clawed, a clawed hand or two clawed hands at the ceiling to try to uh, to smash your way through the ce- through the ceiling of this of this chamber. Because this is the one thing I don't think I've tried yet. <laughs> yep, and you see a rune flash. You take thirteen uh, bludgeoning da- or thirteen force damage. All right. And you realize, crap, they did this to the walls, now they did this to the ceiling and the floor. Alright. Well, I'm gonna go quiet for 
for about maybe another minute to give them a false sense of security. Because I'm pretty sure when I get hit with the force damage, I kind of growl out in pain. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Um, One guard looks over at Solaire and says, well, uh, I guess you wore himself out. Um, you can go about what you were doing earlier. I'm sorry for bothering you, miss. Alright. So, is there anything else you, you're wanting to do? Any places you're wanting to go on the ship? Uh, I guess I'll go back to the upper deck. Maybe see if I can see anything about the, the ship that's on the horizon. Okay. So, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll just go back up top deck. Uh, just let me know if I guess if it starts acting up again. We'll we'll do we'll do little miss. Right then. So as you make your way back up, um, you get a little ways up, then you start hearing more commotion downstairs. But they seem to have it pretty much handled at the moment, at the very least. <clears throat> Getting up to the top top deck you do see on on the horizon uh coming coming you know straight towards the ship um you know in a uh almost a parallel like they're they're going to pass you um like you'll have the the island to the left of your ship and they're going to be passing on the on the right hand side of the ship um, I just, I can't think of nautical terms right now. And... It's port or starboard. Yeah. Um, and... You see them, uh, they're right, they're... They're full sail. Uh, they're full sail. Two masts. And... You see a flag being hoisted up. And... Uh, go on ahead. This will be past your passive perception, um, outside of a color, um, to actually see what the what the marking is on the flag. A one. I see the color of the yeah. The you see the you, flag. you see the color of the flag. Um, originally, what you what you see being hoisted down is a is a blue flag. And you can't really make out the marking, but you see that flag hoisted down. You see that flag, you know, quickly hoisted down, and then a black flag rise on the ship. Crud. Um, you still cannot make out the marking on the flag, but normally, if you see a black flag, you know that's that's not good news. And so, since uh, I have both of you now on your laptops, we will go on ahead and start the encounter. There we go. Yeah. I'm just going to have to move a couple things around. So, um... Before we 
fully get into the encounter. A um, little bit of pre-setup. <clears throat> that other ship, flying the black flag, when it gets close enough, you see that it's uh, a skull that is adorned in a crown with crossed sabers behind it. You know that this is this is a not necessarily fully notorious, but uh, noteworthy uh, pirate ship called the Black Scythe. And it is... No, it heads directly your way. Uh, cannon fire is exchanged. Um, just to move things along, cannon fire is exchanged. And... Um, it, almost as quickly as they showed up, they're already boarding the ship. I need initiative rolls from you guys. Alrighty. 19. 19 from Zelithar? Yep. Alright. Actually, that works out pretty well. All the pirates got 17 and all the sailors got 6. So, start. Well, um, I'm guessing I'm first somehow. Um, yes. Uh, below decks, you no below decks. <clears throat> you hear the the sound of faint sound of combat above deck, and you just real quick because I'm gonna move these around too. You hear the two that were guarding your your cell, essentially. Um, you yeah. hear you hear them run off. So you're um, es essentially all alone. Um. Um. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, since they're gone. Um. I'm uh, just. I'm gonna take this as my chance, and I'm going to power punch uh, this door right at the hinges to just knock them loose. All right, go on ahead and give me a, an attack roll. The AC on this is going to be a little bit higher because you're actually aiming for hinges. Uh, that is a twenty-five. Okay, that does hit. Um, go on ahead and give me damage. Okay. Gonna do lucky D8. Come on, baby. So, 7 plus 5. 12. 12. Um, the hinge snaps, and the door just kind of, um, hangs there by one hinge. Um, I move up to the door and kind of look out, and do I see, like... A key ring just on the wall at all? Um, from the crack that you're seeing, because it was the top hinge that, that broke, and so the the door's kind of leaning a little bit. Yeah. Um, you don't see a key, like, hanging on a wall. You do know that the last time you, you saw the key, or any kind of keys, um, were, at least for this area... They were on the belt loop of one of the two that was outside of your cell. Ah, son of a bitch. 
Um, You're level three. You should um, still have an, a secondary attack action. But that would take my action surge. Oh, it would? Oh, yeah, yeah. it would. Because level three. I'm sorry. I'm so used to you guys being a higher <laughs> level. Yeah, we're level um, three, not five. Yeah. Um, can I see... Uh, like, on the map, he's there, but can I see him by looking out, you know, sort of split door? No. He's behind a large pile of stuff. Can I yell out, Hey! Release me! I'll fight! Oh, uh, what is... No, what language are you using? Uh, in the most, like... Broken common? The way I said it... Yeah, that in common, that's how I said it. Just very rough and simple. He he leans around the corner to to you and goes, "That last time you did that, it almost sunk the ship." Um, go on ahead and if give. You let me, me out. I'll sink the. I'll, if you let me out, I'll sink a different ship, not this one. Uh, go on ahead and give me a persuasion check. Just a flat persuasion check. All right. Because uh, they're also th- th- this guy's also freaked out that they're being attacked by pirates. They were not expecting pirates. Uh, my persuasion's kind of low. Um, fourteen. <laughs> Unless I can make an intimidate check instead. Uh, no, it, w- it would be persuasion. You're not yelling okay, at him. You so... know, do this or I'll kill you. It's a yeah. do this and I'll help. That's a persuasion. <laughs> Yeah, so um, 14. He kind of weighs his options and goes, uh, if it gets worse, and then, you know, continues to stand there, not really cowering in fear, but like, you know, ready to attack anything that comes downstairs. <coughs> All right. <coughs> okay, and next would be Solaire. What are you doing? There are pirates um, everywhere. Lots of them. Yes, there are. And you can still see that they didn't all just leave their ship. Like, there, there are still some still on the other ship. Alright, I am going to do vicious mockery on the one that is currently numbered 13. Number 13. That is a wisdom check. Alright, a wisdom check. That is a 7. I think it was... Oh, well, actually it's a wisdom save, not a check. Sorry. Oh, well that's also his wisdom save. That's 7. Okay. Alright, he takes d4 of psychic damage. Okay, go on ahead and roll that. A three. Let's see. Points of, of brain melting. It's uh. You call yourselves pirates? I've seen more intimidating than you in the hold. Yeah, you have. <laughs> um. And so that part gets a little bit of a nosebleed. And he's, he, he even, like, says, that wasn't even that good of an insult, <laughs> you know, as his nose is bleeding. <laughs> um, 
Anything else you would like to do? You still do have a bonus action and movement. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I can... I don't, have... I don't know if I've got anything bonus... Bonus action. Uh... The only thing I've got is healing word. Nobody's been hurt yet, so... Uh, I'll move the little closer to the prow. A little closer to the prow? Okay. Yeah. All right, and now it's... The the sailor. It is all the pirates' turns. Um, So, pirate number 13 goes on ahead and does an attack on the sailor. That is a 7. Sailor's AC is 12. So, that misses. This one is going to run up on you and make the same weapon attack. That is a natural 20 for a 23. Does that hit? Um, yes. And that is four uh, slashing damage as he just s- slaps you with his scimitar. Ow. Jerk. Let's see, this one, this one, yeah, they're, they're just going to basically just gang up on this guy. These three, they're going to do each one hit a piece, that's an eight, an eleven, and a twelve. Only one of them gets a hit off on this one sailor for I, five damage. You said their AC was twelve. Yeah. 12, if you match 12, wait. Yeah. Oh, that's 11 plus 3. Okay, so two of them hit. So that's yeah. uh, 5 and, oh, that's the wrong thing. 5 damage and 6 damage. Five and six. Yep. What do you know? Exactly enough to kill the guy. Um, This one runs over here to this one. And makes a weapon attack. That's a 16 that hits. Or 19 that hits. Oh. Excellent. I rolled the sailor. Well, they have the same two hit. um, For four damage. Basically, all I did was take the pirate, uh, the pirate step block, and reskin it to be a sailor. This one runs over this way. Yeah. This one hits this sailor. Natural twenty. For. Thirteen damage. That immediately kill, he immediately kills this sailor and turns around to the other one, giving the other pirate advantage on the roll. That is a 17 that hits for 6 damage. And this one that's uh, steering the ship gets attacked by this pirate. That is a 10 that misses. 
this one runs over here to this one. That is a natural one that misses. This one here, this one here. This, that's natural one and a 16. Okay, so 16 does do damage. Three damage. Wait, I rolled the wrong one. Five damage, there we go. As long as you rolled under the attack amount, you, it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, this one attacks the cook, which you've actually become acquainted with. Uh, that is a thirteen that hits for three damage. As you feel, as you hear her screaming in the uh... infernal. Yeah, screaming in infernal. Um, though I don't have her set up for Hellish Rebuke. <laughs> and this one runs over to this guy. This one. This one moves over this way, takes an attack of opportunity from this guy. And that's a, that's a four, so that doesn't hit anything. So let's see, one attacks one. That's an eight that doesn't hit. The other one attacks the other. That's a 15 that does hit for 4 damage. So, two sailors slain almost immediately. It is now the sailors' turns for retribution. Let's see. Do, do you want to have the uh, tiefling do her hellish rebuke? Sure. Uh, the pirate makes a dexterity saving throw or takes 2d10 fire damage or half right. as much on a success. That's an 18. So it's so probably a success. That's probably a so success. Just go ahead and roll 2d10 and pirate takes half. Alright, so he takes 5 damage. As I forgot right. to add that she's a tiefling. Okay, yeah. so to hit, that is a 13 that hits for 3 damage. Uh, that one's dead. That one in the middle. Um, I'll just do the guys up top first. Okay, so that was one of them. That's natural 20. I'll go on ahead and roll that natural 20. Sorry this takes so long. I have so many NPCs. Oh wait, that's a critical Six hit. damage to a pirate. Seven damage Seven actually. Seven damage to a pirate. <laughs> Alright, the, the pirate that you damaged, it's hanging on by a freaking thread. Um, let's see. And then two more. Well, since they have the same stat, I'll just roll with this. So that is a 13 that hits and a 12 that also hits for four and five damage. This one takes four damage. 
and this one takes five damage. These ones down here, that's one, two, three. This guy is going to jump the railing, go over and give this guy advantage so that they both have advantage. So two advantage rolls, two regular rolls. So at advantage, that's an 18 that hits, or a 21 that hits, and advantage, uh, dirty 20, those both hit. They're both getting it up on that one pirate. That is 7 and 2. So that is 9 damage. And then this one hits. Yeah, does hit one of them for 4 damage. And then the one that did Hellish Rebuke. She whips out her, a kitchen knife, almost rolls a crit. Sadly, for only two damage. Let's see. Um, this one moves over here to give it advantage. This one moves over here to get advantage. This one moves over here. This one moves over here. So we're going to do advantage roll. That's 19 that hits. Advantage roll. That's 21 that hits. And a 5 that misses. So 2 hits. That's a grand total of eight damage between the two of them. And then you have two more at advantage. Over here. It's a 15 that hits. That's an 18 that hits. And one without advantage. That's 19 that hits. So that is two. Is it eight. 13 damage to this one yep. slaying it outright. And that's the end of their turns. Um, <clears throat> Solaire. Or not Solaire. Uh, Zillathar. It is your turn. Alright. Um, Actually, no. Um, Be before your turn. Um, there is a loud volley of cannon fire and cracking of wood on your ship. Does a cannonball happen to hit the chain on, that's pinning me to the ground? No. Uh, they're firing... It's being... The <clears throat> vast majority of them are hitting amidships. Okay. Which is the decks above you. Yep. The um, deck just above you, actually. <clears throat> um, I'm a just finish breaking this door off the rest of the way. Go on ahead and make the attack roll. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure a 19 on the die hits. 
and max damage. Thirteen. Thirteen. <coughs> uh, the door finally just, <coughs> ping, just it it swings it swings in, or it it swings at where it was dead bolted. Gotcha. Or um. So the, the I assume the down. chain like doesn't let me go much farther than the doorway. Yes. I shout to the guy, you hear that? Cannon fire. If I've sunk a, one boat before, I'll do it to theirs. So it, if you don't want to go down with the ship, and still... Look, if you can breathe underwater, fine. The ship can sink. But if you can't, let me out and I'll sink theirs first. He's like, but I don't have the key. Then go get it. Okay, so... um. Uh, I'd say that's an intimidation check. It's the way you said it, but... I can breathe in water, you can't! Uh, crit. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. a 25. 25. <laughs> His next action will be... When he says he doesn't have the key, I roar, go get it. Yep. And, like, I assume everyone from, like... Like, he obviously hears it, but I'm assuming, like, everyone, like, all the way to the top deck just hears the monstrous roar that just goes off. Possibly. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, like, almost dragon fear. All right. Um, Solaire? Uh. Um. Oh, uh, one thing before I actually end my turn. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, I'm not firing it off, but I just want to test, um, with my head out of the room, can I begin my breath weapon? Um, you stick your head out and you can feel that kind of suppressed feeling that you felt inside of the, of the chamber. You feel that start to weaken. Okay, so... Can I get like my foot right to the doorge at the door's edge? Um yes. Is the chain that long? Okay. It, it's it's not that you can get your foot all the way there, but you can get your feet there and you can stick your head out of the door. Okay. Uh I was just thinking like if I can get it, you know, just at the edge of the doorway like it being further away from the runes, that might weaken the bond a bit, and I can then smash it for strength. Possibly. But that's um, well, if actually, this no. guy doesn't survive getting the key. Yeah. All right, so Solaire? I'm going to slap this guy with my rapier. Okay. That's directly in front of me. You go on ahead. That is a seven. That is a miss. He just very deftly parries the blow. Alright, um... Is the sailor next to me injured? Uh... Let me check. Sailor next to you is number... I can't read it from here because it's a... I have to zoom in. 23. A bit. 23? Let's see, sailor number 23... Uh, no. He is at full health. Okay, never mind. Because, uh, 
the pirate that attacked him whiffed. So, um, anything else, or just kind of sitting back and that's it. Okay, so um, it's all the pirates' turns again. So. I'm just going to do this, uh, so that's one attack on him. That's a 15 for three damage. And then, um, one's going to attack you, Solar. I know I'm hitting Sailor. I'm sorry. Let me go on ahead and there. Um, that's still a two to hit because they have the same exact attack, so... Yeah, so he missed it. Or not a two, a five. But yeah, that's a mess. Um, let's see, that's a crit. I don't even have to roll an advantage for that guy. So let's see. Uh, so the, that's a two hit crit for 10 damage. Or wait, no, he's dead. I forgot. That's my bad. Okay. Um, then instead of it being a crit, I'll just re-roll. This one charges up and starts to attack you, Solaire. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That hits. For four slashing damage. This one runs over this way to give advantage to this guy. This one runs over this way to do a hit. So, a... 15, that hits. And a 16, that hits. And a... Oh, there's no advantage on this one. So, three attacks. That's one, three... No, that's... Two, five... Eleven. That's eleven damage to this guy. More than enough to kill him. These two are already ganged up on this one. So. That is a. 19. Let's crit fish. Nope. So that's 22. And. 22. So that's 7 and 3. That's 10 damage. He didn't have 10 to give. <clears throat> and this one up top gets attacked by this pirate. That is a dirty 20 for 2 damage. 3. Or 3 damage, sorry. Alright. Down below decks. So that's one. That's a two that doesn't hit. Seven that doesn't hit. Six that doesn't hit. And against the Tiefling Chef, that's 22 that does hit for two damage. She goes... Uh, can Hellish Rebuke be used every single reaction or just one reaction per battle? 
Uh, it's every reaction. Okay, she uses her reaction to use Hellish Rebuke. He does a dexterity saving throw. We want to head and roll the damage for Hellish Rebuke. Oh, oh. All right, so dexterity saving throw of. Oh wait. I'm gonna call it a failure. No, I, I rolled the wrong thing. So sixteen. Hi, this is Scott. Thank you for listening to Arcosaur D&D on your podcast platform of choice. So, while we have this break, uh, please feel free to go to our website, arcosaurtt.com, and check out any kind of merch or games that we currently have on our website. And, uh, yeah. Have a good break. We'll be back in a bit. 